Welcome to the Slow is Smooth, Smooth is Fast podcast. That has a nice ring to it, actually. Love yep. it. Yeah, that's that's what we're going to... I told uh, Jared we're going to call it something different every week. I mean, Jeff, I told Jeff that. My bad. I thought same, that was same, difference. same difference. Same <laughs> difference. Yeah. No, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're all GMs here, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you. Actually, me and you are only M's in the divisions we're currently shooting. So Jason is the resident GM for Carry Optics. So basically, uh, anything he says is correct. That's true. That right. is true. He knows everything about shooting there is to know now. Yes, I do. Thank you very much. You uh, peasants will have to... Uh, Set them away and just do what I say, I guess. What was that? I need, somebody to, I need someone to um, hold my umbrellas and uh, pull my buggies and carry my ammo and my range bag. Yes, a GM caddy. You, watch, GM you caddy. watch what you wish. You think somebody's uh, going to volunteer to do that? Uh, <laughs> I will hire a professional from Las Vegas to come carry your bag and umbrella at nationals if you're not careful <laughs> i would probably let you do that <laughs> like i don't see, uh, i don't yeah. see the downside of that well you got to remember you think of the positives but for every type there is a special lady and i'm sure i can find you a really nice one <laughs> will she paste for me t- this person will this person paste for me too yeah probably best not to call her a lady yes <laughs> Sure. No, I'm not going in there. I'm not going there. So, <laughs> going in there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's change the subject. <laughs> yeah. So, so tell us, tell us how you're feeling, Jason. Well, um, I get up and uh, I piss excellence. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. Did that start like? The morning that that your classification changed, or right after you shot the classifier? I, right after I, I unloaded and showed clear, I went to the uh, Port of John and just <laughs> it was just excellence. That's all that yeah, came out. It. it was just excellence. <laughs> yeah, I only needed like a like an eighty eight and a half, eighty eight point five percent run, and I I, I shot a hundred percent. It would have been a hundred. I mean, it, it was over a hundred. It was over the high hit factor by a whole point. So you are my carry optics hero. Well, thank you, thank you. I'm somebody's girl again, apparently. You are you are so awesome at carry optics that I'm gonna quit shooting it after the fall classic. You should and you go should to quit. production. Well, cool, cool. That's what I like to do is um, soul crush and uh, where people leave the sport. Yes, make people quit the sport. Oh yeah. no, no. I'm, I mean, I'm still gonna shoot against you at nationals for carry oh. optics. Just oh. after that, I'm not gonna shoot against you for the rest of the year. Oh, okay. Unless you shoot uh, production nationals, I'm not. I don't have the time off. I, yep. I wanted to go to another one, but I wanted to go to the sequel stack, but I don't have the time off. Jason, what are you gonna do after nationals, like division wise? I don't know. Well, that's yeah, I boring. I know, yeah. right? Well, right. I mean, what do you what do you, what do you think I'm going to do? I'm trying not to think about it right now because I don't want to start having devote the brain power or any kind of thought right. process i think oh, you'll, i think you'll buy a limited gun you'll shoot it for a little while and then you'll buy an open gun to shoot it for a little while and by <laughs> this time next year you'll be shooting carry optics again <laughs> i mean i would like to say you're wrong that's not going to happen but i mean it's probably going to happen i'm ready to see you with a set of those those nasty glock 24s yeah Ooh. i don't know about that though I, I might. That's a little more unlikely. I do want to. Uh, I'm going to get the new Alien pistols. I'm going to shoot oh, those. Oh yes, yes. Dude, they're only five thousand dollars a piece. Are they really? Are they five thousand for real? That's what I've seen online. I have no idea. I'm not no. buying one because. Well, hell no, I wouldn't buy two. one. Oh, I thought I, you I were going to get that uh, that that uh, Phoenix Trinity gun. The Honda. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were gonna get that, so you could just like switch divisions willy-nilly anytime. Lie. I want the honcho. I want it bad. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, dude, my buddy uh, Dylan shoots for him, so he got his over the winter. Yeah, and 
he needed to chrono it to test some loads, and I have an indoor range. So I was like, oh, yeah, come up. We'll, we'll set my chrono up and shoot it. And I was like, only I get to shoot through my chrono. So I kept thumbing <laughs> the slide on his gun, and I'm like, dude, what's wrong with this piece of shit? It won't run. And we're like at like 160 power factor ammo with his three-gun 9 millimeter barrel or whatever. I'm like, this thing's something wrong with it. It won't run. <laughs> oh, my God. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> We probably tried like six loads before he realized I was stubbing the slide and stopping it. That's awesome. He was pissed too. He's like, "Oh man." He was, he was he was getting frustrated. Yeah, I bet. Hey, speaking of Chrono, I had heard this last weekend from someone that uh, USPSA is gonna get in, get enough Chronos to where at level twos, they're gonna send you one of their Chronos so there's no more Chrono issues. It's supposed to be a calibrated Chrono from them. I don't. I don't really care because, quite honestly, if you're shooting below minor power factor, it's only going to negatively impact you. And most people are, the people winning matches are shooting major power factor ammo in the major divisions. That don't make sense. Uh, basically, the people Jeff. that are going to, the people that are going to cheat are not winning matches. So you're saying the people that are winning the matches have enough buffer that they're good, even if there is a variance in the chrono. It's, it, and if they if they have an issue and they don't make it, it's probably a case of where they shoot like 164.5. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter anyways. Like, I don't see the point. Most people are not gonna people are not gonna intentionally cheat on something like that. And if a guy is going sub minor. Odds are he's probably having other issues. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, I tend. To, I think I disagree. And I am uh, the current GM, so I think Resident I'm right. I'm, Resident I'm a, GM. Resident GM. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna pull my GM card out on you. Um, no, because it took you too long to make it. You didn't get a physical card. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I've, I could print one off. Um, so I, I chronoed my ammo this last weekend, and it chronoed at like 132. So um, you, you would think that that chrono would have to be really off for me to go sub-minor in a match. I've actually... I've seen more changes by a scale being slightly off than I have the chrono. Because chronos seem pretty consistent, uh, consistent enough. But if a scale says your 115 grain bullet weighs 114.5, that's a that seems to have a bigger effect than chronos do. Or like, well, yeah, and, and whatever they do, if they if they are going to do something like this, I just think it's a good. I think it's a good step. That way, it's one less thing that is minimized uh, or uh, overseen that uh, hopefully doesn't screw someone screw someone over at a match. It doesn't matter if they're in the running for winning. Nobody wants to show up for a match that they think they're going to make minor and go sub minor. I anyway, I don't think it matters. So, I don't know. I don't even know if it's true. It's just somebody, some something someone told me, and you know how that goes. But he acted like, I think from what I remember him saying, I, I want to say he heard it. And I hope I'm not dropping information I'm not supposed to pass along, but I, that's why I'm not saying who. But, anyways. Everybody well, on this podcast that knows you knows where you would have heard that. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, so, but cool. Speaking of podcast, uh, Jeff, we've got uh, thirty thousand downloads now. Holy shit! Yeah, we're we're really important. Like it's pretty pretty awesome. Thirty. I mean, that's like we're the shit, bro. bro. Where did you see thirty thousand? I don't know. Didn't it say something like that? I didn't see thirty thousand anywhere. Yeah, it was thirty thousand. Okay. Yeah, we got. Yeah, totally got thirty thousand. <laughs> it's more like, it more like six hundred, but whatever. Thirty thousand. Does that mean some people like the podcast enough to download more than one episode? Uh, doubt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the listenership Ow. is growing. Are you strange? Strange enough, it is growing. Yeah. What is wrong even, with people? Even though our audio does suck. Yeah. But that's because we spend our money on bullets instead of audio equipment. Yeah. yeah. So we we are going to be getting mics for those listening. Jared Jared won't go out and purchase a mic, but he has allowed me 
to buy one and send it to him, and then he'll pay me for it later, just so he doesn't have to worry about it. That's so, right. We're gonna get mics. The sound oh. might the sound might get better. Speak, we'll see. Speaking of which, since you're shooting on Friday, do you want me to PayPal you for that mic, or do you want me to like sell you, or what? PayPal. I like PayPal. Okay. Why don't you send me your PayPal info later? And how okay. much the mic was? I'll send you an invoice. Perfect. And then I'll ignore it and never pay for it. Because you're just a master, so it doesn't count. That's right. That's right. A lowly, lowly master. All right, Jared. You know, tell us, tell us about uh, Illinois. Actually, real quick before Illinois, something that he mentioned that uh, was, or you actually asked him about what division he'll think he's going to be shooting next year. That did draw something to my attention. Like, I, it, I'm probably just getting a little bored with shooting carry optics, but I'm actually uh, considering shooting production next year. But I, I have to imagine that is that want to shoot it is probably going to. Uh, I've shot it for nationals, but right now I'm considering production for next year. That want to shoot it's going to do what? You cut out. Is is going to probably go away when I get tired of putting ten rounds in the gun every time I move. Yeah, but well, I, uh, yeah, that's why. I, yeah, exactly. With the with the reliability I've seen of Red Dot so far this year, I kind of miss the simplicity of production where your gun works for like multiple years in a row. Well, we before the, we started the show, it uh, apparently I have solved the problem of why everybody's breaking all these Red Dots. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. I used uh, I used an SRO for two weeks and I didn't break it. Yeah, that's there. You go. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, problem solved. No, I think I, I wonder. I asked you. I said, Jared, do you turn off your dot after every stage? And you said yes. And I never turn my dot off. I turn it on, and then I turn it off when I'm done and I uh, when I leave. And so I'm wondering if constantly pushing down on that thing is pushing the battery into the contacts just that much more. You know, that many more times, and it's just working itself loose. So quit doing that for one. Dude, those batteries are like, I don't know, ninety-five cents a piece or something. That, I'd, hate, I'd hate to have to buy more than two or three a year. Yeah, well, when you become a GM, though, you you don't you, you become a baller. You don't have to worry uh, about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I don't know if that's it or not. I but, could get GM too. Hey, is your is your dot are your dots press fit? Are they are they? Is there space in between them? Are they using? No, they're a tight fit. My slides are cut by Cajun. They're a very tight fit. So, okay. Again, I wonder if that has anything to do with it, because I'm using MOS Glocks that are not tight fit, and they're just on the bosses, uh, whatever they call those posts. I actually think the steel frame guns are harder on dots. And that makes sense, because my gun flexes. That frame, uh, that grip and frame absorb, the, uh, absorb some of that impact. But I've got fifteen, at least fifteen thousand on one of my dots. Uh, I, my I main. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying on my main dot, I've got fifteen thousand rounds on it. On my other one, I've got about five. Uh, I don't have any that have more than eight thousand rounds on them currently. Actually, my backup dot might have eight thousand on it now, but it's it's about to break. <laughs> How do you know it's about to break? You feel uh, it? Ba- like I just ba- know it. The battery contact has started sliding back, so I need to send it in too. Yeah. That's, See, I've got two dots. I've got two dots sitting in 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 my safe that are my spare. So I've got four dots. I did too. Yeah. I haven't used them. I I had one of them that when I first got it, it it the dot wasn't uh it wasn't right. It wasn't a dot. It was like, and I was like, this is not my astigmatism because my other dots don't look like this. So I sent it into Leopold, and they fixed it. But other than that, I've not had to send one back for any issue. None of my dots are around. Well, none of mine are around either, but this one was really not round. Yeah. This one, this one, my other ones are my eyes, and they all look the same to my eye. This one was really, really, and so they, they, they fixed it, and they come back now. It looks fine, and that's one. That's my back. That's my match gun dot. So, anyways, Jeff, are you planning to shoot a different division next year? I am setting up an open gun, and if I get it all set up and running, then I will shoot it. Only one? So no. So no. Only one right now, yeah. That gun's not going to run. Yeah, you need like four. Well, if it doesn't run, you won't see me shooting it, so... 
So you're yeah, going to get you're going to continue shooting single stack. Mm, I don't know. We need to get you a shadow too and get you shooting like carry offers. All right. Well, I'll send you my address. Uh, I can't send you those direct to your house. They have to go to an FFL. Alright, I'll send you my FFL. And you also have to pay for them. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, believe it or not, we're a for-profit company, so I can't just give them away. But we have a GM on the panel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If he wants them, I can just send them for free. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you send me two Shadow 2s for free to my FFL, and I will shoot them at Nationals. Will you? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen either. Yeah, I know. Well, uh, actually, I'm I'm not thinking about it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jeff, but I'm not thinking about it anymore until after Nationals. So, like, right now, I'm just like, don't even worry about it. I'm, I'm shooting. I really, really like the Shadow 2. But at the end of the day, the gun doesn't matter that much. Gun doesn't matter. Well, Jeff and I were talking about this. <laughs> yeah. No, the gun does not matter. However, if the gun's flatter, the gun's flatter. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, it, it really doesn't matter. Uh, okay, so on to the Illinois sectional. Uh, the Illinois sectional is a wonderful state match I have shot for the last three years. They do a very, very high-quality state match. Uh, I don't remember what entry fee is. Probably a, around $100, maybe a little bit more. Uh, but generally, it's 12 to 13 really good stages. I would say it's somewhere in between what you would expect out of a good quality area match and a state match. So it's better than most state matches, but not quite an area match. Um, there was almost 300 people at that match. Yeah, that's because they have a great reputation. They put on a good match. They run it really well. Um, they don't do a prize table. They do a random draw. So like when you register, you get a ticket and you get a bag with a prize. And then uh, every year I've shot it, they've done some kind of prize for each squad. So this year it was a hundo gauge for each squad. Somebody randomly got selected in each squad for a hundo gauge. Yeah. Uh, but the stages were a pretty good mix. Very interesting. Uh, they didn't really have any... More, they only had one short stage, or three short stages, I guess, this year, but two of them were kind of more standard exercise stuff, uh, where one was a pretty interesting stage of four steel with two drop turners, and then mostly like 24-plus round field courses. But very good match, good mix of stages, and they had a lot of competition in uh, several divisions. So some really good open shooters were there. Uh, production was stacked. I think there was five GMs in production. Nice. Carry optics. I think we had four or five masters. It was it was pretty good. Um, Who won carry optics? What? Did you win carry optics? I I did. I uh, I didn't I know that. I was got, just curious. I luckily won uh, carry optics. Well, uh, I shot I shot I shot a good clean match. So I was happy. Well, good. But uh, it was it was a really good match. It's one I really enjoyed. I would uh, recommend to any of you guys, specifically Jason, so I can beat him there next year. Right. Um, is it um, is it in the same is it at the same range every year? Uh, every year I've shot it, it has been. I don't know if in years past it might have been elsewhere. Uh, but every year I've shot it, it's been in Havana. So it's about a five hour drive for me from Kansas City. Hmm. Cool. I'm looking that up right now. See how far that is from me. Yeah, that sounds uh, sounds like a good match, and it looked like a good match. Yeah, I I have I've been really happy with it. The the funny thing was, uh, so the previous two years when I was still shooting limited, I think uh, 2017, I got second in limited by like two match points. And then last year, I beat the guy that beat me the previous year, but I lost to somebody else who got second by, like, 20 match points. So uh, Ryan, the match director for that match, has a really good sense of humor. So he sent me a second plate on my trophy that said, uh, two-time and reigning first loser. <laughs> so, it, I mean, that's probably one of the coolest awards I've gotten. It's actually on my desk at, uh, at the office. 
Uh, so I was just really happy to not get the second place trophy this year. Nice. But then you could have been the three-time defending. <laughs> I think I told the match director that I would have just switched. I would have sold all my guns and switched to bowling if I uh, well, they got <laughs> third again. Or se- <laughs> second again. Who won production? Uh, Alex Goot. He He's shot, pretty good, right? He shot like a beast. Yeah. Um, he actually he beat me in the overalls by like point four points. Yeah, I saw that. I was really oh. disappointed. Oh. Yeah. Did um, is he switching to limited next year? Did I see that somewhere? Uh, I I hear that he uh, is interested in switching to limited. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do well. He's gonna break hearts in limited. Yeah. 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 So what are what were some other noteworthy finishes? Who won uh, limited? Uh, Trevor Armstrong. He is a I, I think he's a class. He might be a master out of the St. Louis area. Okay. Um, Andrew, he beat uh Andrew Heath, who's the guy that beat me in 2017. But yeah. I think Andrew I think Andrew had a pretty tough match. He's a GM, isn't he? Yep. Yep, he's really good. Okay. He's a GM. You wouldn't know anything about that, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, let's just <laughs> not even talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tim. Tim won single stack, didn't he? Yeah, but that doesn't count. Single stack's not a real division. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a revolver. Uh, well I think, I, uh, yeah, I think Tim shot real well on uh, on he shot Saturday, I shot Sunday, and the guy that finished second, uh, Tom Lloyd, shot with us on on Sunday. He shot real good, so I would say Tim shot a very good match as well. Yeah, I think what Tim, I think he won by like eight or nine percent. Yeah, about that. something like that. Like that. Yeah. If uh, if Tim's gonna be at the High Desert Classic, I'm gonna be shooting against him next weekend. Hey, you know what? He's on another podcast that's not ours, so crush his soul or don't come back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, those are your options. So I either have to crush his soul or come back with a GM card. One of the that's two. That's right. I, you know, I tell you the same thing I told Henning. I sent him a message today. I was like, you either win uh, European handgun championships or don't come back. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, it's good motivation. Thank you. Right. Your wife and kid will have to go on without you if you don't win. Right. I can just. I can't. I got to stay there till I win. Oh no! If you just don't win, disappear. We don't ever want to hear or see from you again. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Jeez. Uh, changing the subject. Did you guys see my Instagram um, run? Yeah, you're a build. I, yeah, build I don't. Drill? Yeah, I don't. Uh, need, I don't need no open gun to do that. To dude, do that's a fast build drill. Well, yeah, that's, it is. That was. That that is, it was all a draw. I got to draw down. That draw was real quick. That's why. That's why it was also that. Fast. I mean, my splits were one fives, one fours, and stuff like that. But I don't. I don't think I've been. I don't think I've ever been under the one sixes in a in a build drill. Yeah, yeah, I haven't. I haven't either. You also pull the trigger faster than I do. Well, and and I got a really good draw on that one too. That was the other thing. Um, I had that. I normally don't sweat. I'm not the guy that's out there trying to do a point seven five draw. I'm I'm okay with a point nine draw. Uh, so. You're a GM now, so all of a sudden you're like, but, but I am a GM. Point so. seven five draws. Okay, there's a guy that I shoot with here in Ada that used to shoot uh, USPSA several several years ago. He's a M class limited shooter, and there's a video of him on YouTube running a build drill on a piece of steel. It's just like a big square piece of steel. And he rips it out of the holster and gets six shots on the steel in 1.11 seconds. That's, that something didn't pick up. That seems fishy. Dude, I, I don't see how that's possible. 
I you know. Pull, right? You can't pull the trigger faster than point one two. You you can't. You can't. I mean, dude. Even if you split in the tens, yeah. that's a point. That's a point six draw, and five ten splits. That's. Yeah. I'm gonna send it to y'all because it really is amazing. I mean that, and that may, yeah, and that's you, how, no, even if that's the possible, timer, maybe. even if the timer didn't pick up everything, it's really impressive because I think it did it pick up everything. And it might have, except I mean, you'd have to do a point six, and you'd have to do point one splits essentially. And point one splits are insanely fast. They're probably more like fifteen splits. Yeah, point one splits to do those. I guarantee you. I, I, well, I don't want to guarantee. You. That'd be hard to duplicate that very often because you're gonna start tensing up. I mean, maybe some, maybe there's people out there that can do it, but I dude, uh, that's that's insanely fast. Like once you're down into the uh, like pedos, I mean, fuck. Yeah, I think point one fours. I can do point one fours um, fairly consistent. I mean, pretty consistently. So. Split like point one four splits. Is that what yeah, you're talking about? If, if I'm trying, if I'm you know, but the moment the moment you start trying to do that, it's almost like you you tense up and then you you trigger freeze. So you kind of have to make yourself like do it and stay relaxed. I mean, some people out there may have a better uh, be able to do. It. Of course, I'm talking about I do this on a Glock too, so that's not the best trigger to be doing doing it on. But but yeah. Anyways, I I right, just look. sent the video to y'all. Y'all watch right. that. I'm gonna watch just, it right now. I, I, I just got. I'm about to watch it. I'm gonna post it on the uh, the the page. Turn your. One eleven. Okay, I can see that the way he because he he just hit. I mean, he didn't aim. He just put him, put the gun in front of him. One <laughs> That is a big piece of shit. Yeah. Challenge accepted. 111. New world record. <laughs> That's um, nobody freak out. I'm not saying it's a world record. I could do that. You can do that? I can do that. He don't even aim. He just puts the gun in front of his body. Bro, I can do that. <laughs> All right. So, we just established it. Mr. Jason Bradley, the newly minted... CO GM, probably the 20 something ever GM and CO, is going to shoot a 1 1 build drill this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to shoot a 1 0 9 build drill. Even better, a 1 0 9 build drill. All right. Okay. Why don't you come up to Kansas City and shoot it? I'm not going to sit there and waste time trying to do that. I may try it once, but I'm not going to sit there and try it much. Well, no, you have to try at least five times. Oh, well, maybe. Being that you're a GM, I would think you could do it weekend only. <laughs> I don't think a guy I, – I, I'm going to say a point six draw is about as fast as you can do. So, yeah, you've got to do five shots in half. You've got to do point one splits. So yeah, I can't do that. That seems that seems a little when uh, odd. When I talked to him, I don't know, it was probably a year ago or something, and we were talking about that video. He said that draw was like a point four or something. And it might be because when you watch what he does, he put that 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 gun just goes pretty much in front of his stomach, above his belly button. I mean, between his belly button and like his uh his sternum. So he's not raising that gun up high, and he's not extending out very far either. And he scoops it out. Yeah, and he's just pulling the trigger. He's not worried yeah. about aiming. I don't know. I mean, if you were, I guess, if you were just jumping the start a little bit, just enough that, like, the buzzard actually went off before you got to the gun, it would be very, I mean, I guess it would be doable. It's not repeatable, though. He didn't do that three times in a row. No, probably probably not. <laughs> I mean, it, it is insanely fast. He had a really quick trigger figure. That's an amusing video, right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Hopefully someday I'll be a GM like Jason Bradley can do the same thing. Yeah. I didn't mean to hang up. the hell, Jason? I thought maybe you being a GM now, you were too good for our Masterclass podcast. Yeah, just over it. 
be the master cast. That's right. <laughs> Jason took his picture off. No, I accidentally hung up on y'all. I can't see you anymore. It makes me sad. You don't I can't see, see your I can't see your bald head. Hey, hey, hey. You don't want to see me. Um I, I watched it again. I tried to I muted uh, the microphone. Anyways, no, he got he got the gun up a little higher. That's impressive. That's that's really impressive. I would also say he. Uh, the last thing I heard Jared say is that's not repeatable. But yeah, that's like who cares? Say, yeah, exactly. It is impressive. So very that. But um, it's like somebody sweating trying to do a point five five draw. Right. I don't with the with the shadow twos. I'm pretty happy. When I get into the eights. But even on a stage, like, let's be honest, on a stage, you're not sweating it. You don't even care. I mean, you're just trying I, to get a solid 1.1 one, one, 1. 1 draw. draw. So I, view it, I view it the same way I view reloads. In a stage, they're going to be whatever they're going to be. Exactly. I want to do, do them fast in practice. And that way, a reasonable draw for me is faster. But I'm not... Yes. Draw to be the fastest draw. That's why our audio sucks because you we, we cut out. Yeah, well, cut y'all out. y'all stopped going hardline. Well, I don't, it, it sounded I don't good have, when we first started the call. I don't, I don't have a hardline, bro. I'm in my I'm in my office. I'm as far away from my router as I could possibly be in my house. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder. God. Yeah. You need a boot. You need to get a booster and you put it, it in yeah. there. No, that costs money. Go get an Ethernet cable. It's thirty foot long and direct thirty line. foot. Thirty foot wouldn't make it. Okay, fifty feet. That would probably get to my office. Jeff will buy one of those too and send it to you. But, <laughs> yeah. No, do not. Uh, actually, I was just in here loading ammo. All right. Were we going to talk about anything important tonight, or are we just going to ram, ramble on? I we think did. we're just rambling. We, we talked about it. Oh, well, that's cool. You, you being GM. Um, that's very important. What that was that? Most... Uh, what was that phrase you were going to coin? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know. Let's talk about that. So, there's a. Um, I, I I think there needs to be another level of classification. And so you got D, C, B, A. M, G M, and G M A F. I I approve. Yeah, needs because there's some G M A Fs out there. I am not a G M A F. There needs to be. Yeah. You're the most G M G M I know. You're my hero. Well, I mean, I know, I, I know, I know that, Jared. It's cute. Someday I want to be just like you. You should. You should try. You should. Yeah. I wonder if, like, I'm. They could add, like, a GMP, like GM Pro or something. No, fuck that. GMAF, man. I got a a better idea. Okay. How about we just remove classifications and everyone can be try overall? Mm. I'd actually be 100% on board with that. Man, I'm going to say no, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I just made GM. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, Let's abolish it now that you're there. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah. What? Is that an insult? Oh, dude. When you first make GM, I hear you wake up in the morning and just feel like a better person. I do. I, I really do. Wow. Yeah, I sleep really good at night now. And uh, No, but seriously, man, did, look. Did your penis think... grow three inches also? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I think it gives shooters, when you come into the sport, it gives you a goal to set. It, you when set the goal of, of making the next class, making the next class, making the next. For me, it was always making GM because I made master out of the gate because, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. you're a baller. Because I'm when, a baller. So like, when, you made, when you made GM, did women want to be you and men want to be with you? <laughs> I think you got that backwards, but. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Did women want to be you and men want to be with you? <laughs> oh, God. That's good. That's good. I sent, I did send Jeff a picture of 
I don't want to describe it. I'll have to send it to you, Jared. A couple pictures Wednesday morning when it was uh, um, updated. Because, you know, <laughs> they, were, they were good pictures. I, I can only imagine. But, uh, no, I think it gives, I think it gives everyone a level, something to, you know, to set a goal of, okay, I'm, I'm this class now and I want to move up. So I'm going to practice and I, you know, and then when you go to shoot matches, you're like, where did I fall out? And, you know, and you kind of, honestly, I see the value in it as well. Like, while I'll joke around that I would like to see just like overall, it, it it's good. The guy who just started the sport, like even when I was new, I, I was C class initially. And it probably helped keep me in the sport that I went to my first major match and I think I was like third C or something. And getting a trophy was so cool to me then. So I, I get it. Right. Not yeah. all of us can be ballers and make M or GM right out of the gate. That's true. Yeah, so Jason has only ever gone up one class. Try, well, I, I mean, I technically I did I did have I was in A class in I think open and in um carry optics initially. But, so So what you're saying is Jason's not as good as us because he didn't have to start at the bottom and work his way up. He started at the top. You know, there's a conversation to be had there about no, about people pe- No, not not in regards to that, but people who start at a lower level and like learn everything you know learn everything and have to like struggle so, from the bottom according to the pictures that jason just sent me <laughs> i knew just, if i sent those he'd he'd, he'd fucking explain uh right, him making gm cause uh it looks like a grandma to drop her panties <laughs> and grandma. your grandma wears panties like that i'd like to yeah. meet her jared's had too many beers tonight oh my gosh I just gotta polish one more off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, what were you we talking about? What were you we just talking about before Jared said that? The. Okay, so people who come into the sport and are immediately good, and then people who come into the sport and have to start lower, like C class, D class, whatever, and then work their way up, and at the same level, do they have once they both get to M or GM? Do they have the same understanding of like the techniques and the training and all that? Okay, so I I, I feel like no. I can I can talk on that a little bit. No, so I I uh, came in so I started shooting in late 26. I started shooting IDPA in late 2016. Uh, the, actually, I take that back. wasn't late, but it was in the middle of 2016. I think I shot my first club match in July of 2016. Okay, um, I made master in IDPA within like two months and. Um, then I, I did shoot one match I think in 2016, a club match at USPSA. But the next next February, so February 2017, um, I went to a classifier match, and I was everybody's like, "Well, you're a master in IDPA, so you'll be B class." And I was like, "Well, I don't want to be B class. I want to be at least A class." So I always wanted whatever somebody told me. I was like, "I always want to do more, be more than that." And like same thing with master. When I my first my uh, shot my first classifier in IDPA, I was like, "I want to be a master." Like I want to make master because I was like. I feel like if I can make master now and I've still got all this room to improve, that's like positive, right? Um, it, it, anyways, so I made, I did, and I ended up making master in, in um, USPSA. Now, my first match after that, I want to say was 2017 Arkansas sectional, and I didn't do very well. I didn't do extremely bad, but I did not wait, understand wait, this court. 20, 2017 Arkansas sectional? I believe so. <laughs> You you remember this trophy from I don't Arkansas trophy. Sectional in Limited? You see I that? shot production, but whatever, Jared. No, you didn't. I shot production when I first started shooting. Oh, okay. The uh, the 2018 trophy is in my office yeah. or my my front room. Sorry. Again, again. You're so cool. <laughs> so you're so cool. <laughs> Anyways, but my uh, I had no understanding of the sport, dude. So I was a master, but man, I didn't understand anything. And so I would say that someone that has been shooting, they started out in, let's say, C class and they shot for two years and got three years and got to made to master, they would have had a better, they were beating me 
when they were they were masters and they were beating me as a master because they had way better understanding of everything. Now, the next year, so I that year I shot production and then I think beginning either no December of 2016 that's when I got that limited gun and I started shooting limited and then I switched back from limited to production and this whole time I switched guns every three four weeks and divisions and all that stuff but uh I would have made I really feel I would have made Grandmaster last year um early a year ago at least but um if I wouldn't have been switching guns oh yeah you've had the shooting skill to make it for a long time but um I've thought about this like, man, I've learned a lot in this last year about the sport, but I was thinking, well, how much more would you have learned if you wouldn't have been dicking around with guns? You know, because when you switch guns, you got to get the gun set up. You got to get the ammo set up for the gun. You got to get the recoil. Okay, that's part of the gun. But then you got to start, you know, getting used to the gun and then, you know, dry firing and shooting. And then you got to tweak stuff and stop and look at this and, okay, think about this. And that, the, that takes a lot of brain power, a lot of mental energy. And you're forgetting about confidence and being comfortable in your yes. equipment. Yes, and so each time I would switch guns, yeah, in three or four weeks, I was probably at, uh, at my level of skill, whatever that was at, but it was like that was a three, four weeks time where I could have been, yeah. So I wished, uh, and it was funny because I started out with a Glock 34, switched to the CZ, switched to the Tanfo, to the CZ, to the Glock, to the CZ, to the CZ, or to the Tanfo, to the Glock, to the Tanfo, to the CZ, then the Limited, <laughs> Uh, to a Glock 24, to an Atlas Titan, and then back to... Oh, and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to shoot a, a month before Area 4 last year. I was like, I'm going to shoot carry optics. Shot carry optics. So... You did pretty well at that match. After that. Right? Huh? You did pretty well at Area 4, though. I did, I did well at Area 4. I, I still... But, dude, man, I'm, I'm a lot better shooter now. Um, yeah, I just... I lost a lot. I wasted a lot of time. All that to end back up at a, with a freaking Glock again. So, but who knows what I'm going to do in this off season? So, <laughs> you'll probably buy two guns over the off season. Uh, well, I've got a gun set up for carry optics in my safe right now that is com not a Glock. So we'll see what happens. So when you made that initial M class, would you say that you were a a paper M? I would say that. While or, do you, I, or do you think that you were performing at M class? Initially, for, uh, for okay, I was a paper M. Yeah, I was a paper M. Um, it did not take me take long for me to be what I would think would be a legit M. Um, at Area Four in 2017, I shot fairly well. I was in the mid pack of the master class shooters for production. Um, so I never, uh, in any match I've ever shot, I've never was below mid-pack i would say of that classification so in the er even in the early matches so i would say i was if i wasn't quite an m i was close to being a m high a for the first match and then after that i think i feel like i was in the m class running not necessarily high overall i mean i jeff you even beat me in a match it was my first year shooting um it was oklahoma and you shot production and you beat me that was in like 2017 oh, yeah Forgot yeah. about that one. So I mean, like, yeah, they didn't know. they didn't have single stacks. So yeah, so I switched to production the week before and shot production. Yeah. So I mean, but that's when I was having. I don't know if you remember that match. That's when I was like having kind of train wrecks and like I would I would do really well and then I'd like really kind of just crash into the side of the mountain. A lot of you know. So I don't know, but. Mm -hmm. My whole point, uh, I don't even remember what the question was, but I would say no. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the question was. I, I would say no. If you start out and you have to work up to it versus someone that just comes in and makes it, I think the person that has, has more time in the sport is going to be ahead if they're at the same classification. In theory. Depends on the person, too. But Yeah, maybe for man, like... I, for a period, it's it's not going to be like if they were like one took three years to get M class and the other one got it immediately and they've both been M class for three years after that. Like that's that's, that's not going to make a difference. Right. But maybe when they both first get to M class, one. Yes. I think it probably be quite a bit ahead of the other one. 
So because I've kind of been, I keep saying this a lot, I've not been in the sport that long, so I, I'm, I don't know if what I'm going to say is true, but it's kind of how I feel now. So like I've said before, when you're new to something, you have an understanding based upon your experience with whatever that is. The more you experience those things, the more your understanding sharpens, it goes deeper, your knowledge and your, your uh, everything just grows. And then you, so what you think you knew at day one, when you look at day 100 or day or year two, you go, man, I didn't really know what I was talking about at day one, right? It's kind of like when we were yeah. all teenagers, we were all 16 and our parents were telling us to do this. And you're like, you don't know what you're talking about. Now we're all adults and we're like, yeah, our parents knew what they were talking about. Right. So um, I feel like a lot of people. That's just part of the process, I guess, is what I was trying to say. And so the more you the more you experience it and the more you get involved or the more you're involved, I think your understanding just grows. So that's what I was getting at with yeah. me making master out of the gate. I didn't know crap, dude. So I started pretty low. I started in C class and I, mean, I could point the gun and hit whatever I was shooting at pretty, pretty well. I would say probably the biggest change in that compared to like someone who started in master or something like that would be I learned how to practice when I was lower class. Hmm. Which most people, I don't know if this is going to piss anyone off or if this is even correct, but most people I would say in the lower classifications do not know how to practice. They no. go out with really no curriculum or no idea of what they want to do and they just literally end up when they leave 30 minutes to two hours later they have just sent you know 300 pieces of lead into the berm and that's all they did yes and, and i think though that's the difference in someone who stays in c or b class and someone who gets better and makes it to master or gm level yeah well, it's a skill, and it's practice is a skill in itself. And I'm telling you right now, that's something I'm trying to improve on myself because um, I'm just, you know, the more you make the practice session count for you, uh, the more you are more, the more efficient you are, and the more you get from that. That's when you start making those gains, and, and the better you get, and you you keep building on that that uh, foundation every time. But um, it's a skill in itself to know how to practice and to make those practice sessions count. And a lot of people just don't know. Um, and it's a learning process. So the more you get out there and do it, the more you get better at it. The better, or the better you get at it. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? Yep. That's why, Jeff, you guys need to come down here and we need to practice. No, no, you guys need to come up here. Why don't you come down here, dude? Dude, I don't want to come to Arkansas. Okay. I have to, I have to move there. In a couple of years, so I'd rather enjoy Kansas City for another year. Well, I'm the GM, so I can't be expected <laughs> to travel. Hold on, hold on. Practice, me, if you want to practice, you want to practice with me. Let me let me get my limited <laughs> let me get my limited gun out. Now I'll also be a GM. I've been one longer than you, so you have to come here. Yeah, but I made GM after the updates. Hmm, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, so I shot production for a week. How did that go? Uh, pretty good. Uh, Matt, Matt still beat up on me and it hurt my feelings, but uh, I shot I shot a ninety five point like nine percent on a classifier or whatever, and I was looking at my my classifiers for production, and I hadn't shot it since like I shot one time since like twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen when I was brand new. So I still had some of my original classifiers on, on count, like a 39 or some BS. So they're like 59%. So I was like, oh. You're a master class shooter at 59%. Yeah, I've been there. I, I am. So I, I, shot it, I shot one or two matches with it last summer and got two or three classifiers. So I had like, a, a, like an 85 and an 88 that were not counted. So after I shot the 95, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll put a flag removal request in on these because – they should count so that it raises my score to a, a more realistic number. Uh, I got the results back from that. They denied it because they said it wasn't a realistic uh, view of my current shooting skill. 
So I'm, I'm still a 63% master in production. It won't take nice. long, but that's crazy. Yeah. Actually, I don't. I don't anticipate making GM in a in CO or production before nationals because I won't shoot enough classifiers in either one. Yeah. Well. My actually, my next match, other than a Tuesday night indoor match, is uh, nationals. That's my next match. Well, other than a monthly, but hey. You know, the thing about that is, though, man, you know, it, it, it boils down to, at Nationals, it's just how you perform. Like, yeah. Right? I mean, but at the same time, like, I'm going in there, and you have to kind of be, put that in perspective and be like, okay, um, you know, am I going to finish 95% at Nationals? Yeah, I am. But, no, seriously, if you don't, um, does that mean you're a freaking scrub or what? You'll, you'll shoot very well. You're a, you're a very good shooter. I, I have no doubt you'll do very well at Nationals. Yeah. Anyways, that's all my that's my focus is to perform. Jeff and I were talking about that is to actually go out, and that's why I started that poll on the uh, on the Facebook page that nobody's fucking voted on. But well, hold on, I'm gonna go to the Facebook page right now. I'm gonna shit post it. There you go. I'm gonna quit doing polls, but my polls apparently my polls suck. <laughs> well, that's just because you suck and no one likes you. Yeah, you know, that is well, true. Everybody, every, everybody's just gonna pick the right answer on that one, man. Everybody knows. Yeah, I know. I know. That's true. Everybody's like, yeah, that's, that's a good point. But anyways, but that's my that's my goal for nationals. This is my first nationals. My, my goal is to go and perform to my abilities um, to be disciplined when I need to be disciplined and, um, you know, not go, you know, crazy and have uh, dumpster fire stages. Um, so anyways, but I like it. I feel like we need to provide some. Let's pinch it off. We definitely need to pinch it off. It is really long. The audio has been pretty shitty. So we need to pinch it off. We'll probably piss off our three fans. (laughs) We don't have fans. Go ahead. Pinch it off. We've got to talk about a few things. Uh, Admin shit afterwards. Okay. All right, everybody. Well, go take Jason's. Uh, I don't even know how that long that poll is going to be active poll? for. By the time this airs, yes. it may not even be active anymore. Oh, and don't well, forget. Maybe I'll just, I just air I, it tonight. It, I just checked. I just checked and voted. There's four votes for perform to your abilities. Also, uh, since <laughs> Jason made GM, he is now teaching classes. If you're interested in learning how to suck less, uh, yeah. his, his cell phone number is. He's teaching classes. <laughs> teaching classes. He's got a podcast, and his book will be out next week. Optimal prone shooting for fat guys. <laughs> All right. All right. Catch, catch y'all later.